0: Recently, a friend sent me an email with some photos attached. You'll love these, she wrote. When I opened the photos, I chuckled with delight and shot back to her, yes, I love these pictures so much so that I've already written a book about them. The photos circulating around the Internet were of a polar bear and a dog playing together. I first saw them in a National Geographic magazine many years ago and was captivated by the story. A dog named Churchill was tied up to a stake in the ice. His owner spotted a starving bear just out of hibernation through the window of his cabin. He watched in horror as the bear approached his dog. Feeling powerless to protect his pet from certain death, he grabbed his camera and snapped pictures of the scene unfolding before his eyes. But to his amazement, what he ended up witnessing was how Churchill saved his own life. As the bear lumbered toward him, Churchill crouched down and wagged his tail. In spite of his ravenous hunger, the bear responded to the signal and switched from predator to playmate. One of the photos shows Churchill and the bear embraced in an affectionate hug as they tumbled and rolled around on the ice. Then the huge polar bear turned and ambled away. Over the next few days, the bear returned to the site several times to play with his new friend. The National Geographic photo essay came into my life at the right moment. I had been preparing to teach a series of workshops on mindful communication, where students would learn practical skills in bringing awareness, insight, compassion, and choice to their communications. In preparation, I was paying close attention to my own interactions, especially with the difficult people in my life. When I first saw the National Geographic photos, I was observing the defensive strategies I used with the hungry bears in my life. Would Robert, the bully co-worker coming down the hallway, turn into a teddy bear if I adjusted the signals I was sending? Not likely. But I decided to give tail wagging a try anyway. In some ways, Robert fit the image of a starving polar bear as he stalked the office, commanding attention and emotionally devouring the rest of us with his crude jokes and predictable opinions. Normally, when he walked into the room, I cringed and put on my mask— which only locked the two of us into another episode in our predator-prey relationship. But it occurred to me that I could arouse a feeling of friendliness rather than cower. Over the following days and weeks, I discovered that I could interrupt my defensive reactions to Robert by bringing up the mental image of Churchill and the polar bear. This interruption in my defensiveness allowed me to relax. In one such moment, I flashed back to my little brother at age four, dressed up as a cowboy wearing a sheriff's badge, a wave of sisterly affection came over me, and with it, a new image of Robert. I saw him as a lonely, confused man who was always hungry because he had no idea how to nourish himself through friendship. Imagining his isolation made me feel sad. Letting my guard down even for a moment or two allowed me to notice the vulnerable messages Robert was really communicating behind his bravado. I still did not agree with his bullying tactics— but he became a real human being to me, wounded and frightened, just like the rest of us. As Robert came more into focus for me, positive details about him started to emerge. I appreciated that he was always on time for work, even though his eyes looked tired and swollen, as if he'd been up too late the night before. I noticed that he had good taste in clothes, and that his shirts were always clean and ironed. Gradually, I formed a more respectful image of Robert and my fear of him lessened significantly. I felt my resistance to him dissolve and felt some compassion grow. Not only did I feel better about Robert, I felt better about myself. Over time, I noticed that Robert seemed to pause by the door of my office more often than he used to, even though he had nothing in particular to say. I had the impression that he was, without knowing why, drawn toward the small amount of warmth I was generating like a cat to a sunny window ledge. By merely paying attention to my interactions with Robert, I had learned two lessons. First, I realized how I distort my view of other people when I'm reacting defensively. I also saw that when I can open up and see another person in a fresh way, my own self-image transforms.